everyone, and welcome to episode 39 of The Badland Girls. I'm Rhea. And I'm Destiny. Happy 2023, everyone. We are 21 days in, so a little bit late, but whatever. Actually, no, I'm not a little bit late, because tomorrow is the beginning of Lunar New Year. So we're just on time, yeah. baby. <laughs> just in time. Year of the Rabbit. Is it the year of the rabbit? It is, yes. I feel pretty good about this year overall. I know we're going to get into it later, but this is like the first time in a long time I've felt optimistic about the future in like a real way, like a tangible way. I usually, I'm not like pessimistic. I'm just like, you know, it's going to be another year, whatever, Uh, which is kind of depressive. But like, yeah, this is the first year I'm like, hell yeah, (laughs) in a while. Will you talk more about that later? Of course I will. Yay. Yay. Speaking of Chinese Zodiac, what's your Chinese Zodiac? I don't think I know. The tiger. Oh. (laughs) (laughs) I'm year of the rat, so. Squeak, squeak. Nice. That's adorable. (laughs) I love a good rat. Yeah, I know. They're so cute. If they lived longer, I would totally be a rat pet owner. Oh, man. A pet rat owner. Even just having a cat, and cats live pretty long. I'm, I'm, I'm often overcome by like you're gonna be dead someday, and I don't know if I'm gonna get through it. That's why I don't have a pet right now, because <laughs> I have a lot of friends like who have lost pets recently, and like just seeing them go through it, I'm like, is it worth it? I don't know if it's worth. It's worth it, just like any life is worth it, because you get hmm. to share all that love and loyalty and devotion and friendship and companionship, and it's worth it. But it still scares the shit out of me. Yeah, I get it. I wish we had a pet cemetery here in Omaha. We do not. Uh, So I could visit my pet and then also find a burial ground behind the pet cemetery. I wouldn't even care if he came back evil. I just want him back. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, I don't know. I feel like I've seen enough things in pop culture that have taught me that you don't want them to come back. That's true. I'm like, are you evil? Sometimes they come back. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> <laughs> all stephen king references here wow <laughs> have you seen that movie yeah. sometimes they come back i have not seen it i would like to it's good i like it yeah oh boy but let's That's get started because i have a movie to complain about what was the last movie you watched destiny <laughs> the last movie i watched was the 2023 I, I believe it just came out this year let me i had oh nope 2022 oh uh film skinnamarink uh directed by kyle edward ball which is his first film uh skinnamarink is very good Ooh, i'm gonna go see it today oh i'm so excited for you yeah we watched it on wednesday and i just thought it was so spooky and unnerving like at first when it started i was like i don't know maybe this is too gimmicky but then i was willing to meet it and where it was and i was like this is actually great it's brilliant uh it's it's it it, it." and it just kept getting creepier and creepier as it went on Mm. and i was super into it i was eating it up that's awesome yeah, I feel like it's it's kind of taking, uh, at least with, it makes me happy that you like it because your opinion is the only opinion that matters to me when it comes to horror. Um, Aww. But it also, I feel like it's uh, taking that weird trajectory of um, the Blair Witch Project where it gets a lot of hype and then a bunch of normies see it and they're like, eh, 
And it's just like, come on, immerse yourself in the world. <laughs> yeah, you really have, like, if you aren't, M told me this, because when I said the thing about the gimmicky th- uh, thing, they were like, yeah, if you're not willing to meet that movie halfway, you're not going to enjoy it. Mm. If you're not willing to accept the premise and accept what it's going for, you're not going to have fun. And I urge you to just open your mind, relax, and float downstream, and, and enjoy Skinnamarink. Yeah. Actually, uh, off topic a little bit. Well, kind of on topic, but veering a little to the left. This is Badland Girls territory. You know this. I don't have to explain. Tangents. So, tangent time. But I feel like the only movie or the one movie that comes to mind that had a lot of hype and then audiences met that hype and then I was underwhelmed was Paranormal Activity. I didn't think those movies started getting good until after the first one. I agree with you on that. I Mm. thought the first one was okay and I thought it was spooky and I enjoyed it, but I did not love it until maybe two or three movies in. Yeah. Uh, and I also did not like the Blair Witch the first time I saw it. When I mm. saw it in the theater, I was a jaded 14 or 15 year old and I thought it was boring. Oh. But I rewatched it last year. Oh. Along along with its ridiculously uh, early aughts sequel. <laughs> and uh, I actually really enjoyed it the second time. Or excuse me, the on my, it wasn't my second viewing, but it was definitely like, you know, yeah. My first viewing as an adult. And I, I really liked it way more than I, like, like kind of like what I was saying about Skinnamarink. Like, once I was willing to be like, this is what it's going for, it actually does that really fucking well. It does. It's, it's really good at what it does. It's, uh, I also saw it when I was very young. And um, I was blown away by the concept. And that's a very good way of, like, approaching these types of movies, Destiny. You have to just kind of, you got to lose yourself in this kind of world. And uh, I, I think that's a great way of kind of viewing these kind of movies. I think people go in with like, they, ex- they expect something else. And it's like, uh, just don't expect that. <laughs> like let, let go well, like, of your expectations. Expectations <laughs> sometimes can ruin an experience. Like if you know what you're getting it going in, it's not as uh, rewarding. Yeah, exactly. N- ah. Nor is it surprising. And I, I just, I'm, I'm trying to be more open and also, it's a good movie. Yeah. Like, <laughs> just, you know, just yeah. gonna be that that subjective and say that. Okay. I'll let you know what I think. I'm probably going to love it if you love it. I We barely, we rarely do not meet in the middle of uh, movies experiences, so. I think the last time we disagreed on a movie was the Scream, uh, the most recent Scream. Yeah, because I was so bleh. What do you, did you watch the new trailer for the new one? Not yet, but I am excited because Hayden Panettiere is out of retirement, and I love her. <laughs> I I have to say, the trailer for this new one, Scream 6, if you can believe it, it looks much more interesting than the last one. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. Watch the trailer yeah. and get back to me and let me know what you think. For people who uh, haven't seen Scream 5, I'm going to spoil something huge, so just blip it out, uh, or, or excuse me, skip ahead a little bit, like a few seconds. I don't... Here comes the spoiler. I don't know if I'm going to enjoy a Scream movie as much without Dewey. Yeah. But I'm willing I'm willing to go into this one and have fun. Okay. It, it's a fun... Fr- it's, a, it's a fun comfort franchise for me at this point. And I don't really have, like, the highest of expectations. But I always have fun with those movies, even when they're bad. Um, <laughs> so, uh, 
I'm gonna I'm gonna go into this one uh, expecting to have a good time. I know I just said lower your expectations, but I, I do expect it to be fun. And if it isn't fun, I, I'm gonna be sad. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> it looks like a weird take on Jason Takes Manhattan, except the killer is in New York the whole time, not just for and like not 15 on a boat. minutes. Yeah, not yeah. on a boat. <laughs> not Jason Takes oh, a Cruise. Jason takes a cruise. That movie is really stupid and really funny, but man, does it tick me off that it's called what it's called. Yeah, I love it. I don't even give a fuck. It was the one I grew Uh, up with. That's such weird nostalgia tied to it. (laughs) Oh, I have so many bad movies I feel that way about, so you don't even have to explain. You don't have to explain one iota. Oh, man. Well, the last movie I watched... uh... I went to go see Avatar The Way of Water. Why? And I just, I, I, I wanted to give it a chance. These movies are so fucking corny. And it just, it's not like I don't like corny shit. I mean, I do. I just you like, do. I do. It's just like, oh my God, this just like, it just it scratches it just irritates me in a way I can't describe. Like, it looks great. It looks cool. But it's also very, very corny. And was I it just... it in 3D? Yeah, I did see it in 3D. It looked amazing in 3D. Yeah, I, I was like, it that. probably looked stunning. Because I remember gasping at the 3D in the first one. And I hated the first one. But I was like, <laughs> this is the best looking movie I've seen in ages. <laughs> I'm glad Tracy, uh, friend of the show Tracy, convinced us to go see it in 3D. Because that helped save a lot of it. But there was a lot of annoying bits in it, and it's just, there's intriguing bits, and there's some good action bits, but then it's also just a very corny franchise. And I'm like, James Cameron has always had hints of that corniness in him throughout his career, but after Titanic, he just, the brick is on the gas pedal of corn, and it's never stopping. (laughs) It's never stopping. gas pedal of corn. Um, (laughs) I have a instant grudge against that movie because I read something where he said something about like I believe it was the Sioux tribe and he was like why didn't they fight harder and I was oh like, my god yeah the, come on dude dude he is such a stupid <laughs> white man at this point I just uh man I don't know like could you be any more tone deaf so like him like basing this movie off of that prem- premise is like kind of gross yeah and um so i just i just can't yeah like i probably won't see it and i won't see the sequels it reminds me of a joke that henry zabrowski of last podcast on the left made recently on the most recent episode he said where he said in the historical ancient text of pocahontas uh (laughs) you had to feel the colors of the wind (laughs) it just feels like james cameron is referencing that it feels like he's referencing that Disney movie more than anything else. Oh my god. Ew. Yeah, no, yikes. Like, <laughs> this is coming from somebody who saw that movie as a child and was like, oh, it's beautiful. But, like, I didn't know any better. Yeah. I mean, it is It is beautiful, but it's it's all fantasy. It's None of it's exactly. real. Yeah. Like, I just, when, uh, they should make a movie about what really happened to her. Yeah. Agreed. Oh, boy. Well, anyway... I, uh, I saw The Way of Water. Will I go see the third one? Yeah, probably. And I just... <laughs> it's just... It's one of those movies where I was just like, oh my god. Oh my god, this is so corny. And it's so long, too. And I'm just like, what the That's fuck? That's my other beef. 
Yeah, what the fuck, dude? I don't. It's too long. <laughs> Even Skinamarink, I was like, a mm, little bit shorter. Probably would have liked it more. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. It was a movie I liked. Oh, boy. I also want to say before we move on to our jam is that uh, Desi and I did see Megan, and it was very fun. Oh, yeah. Megan was great. Yes. Uh, I didn't know what to expect. I had very low expectations. I thought the trailer made it look stupid. All the ads were annoying. And then when I actually sat and saw the movie, I was like, this is great. Why was I such a hater? <laughs> it was, that's so interesting because all the advertising, I was like on board right when I saw that dance she did in that hallway. And, oh, uh, I hated it. <laughs> <laughs> in the context of the movie, I actually thought it was funny. But for some reason, I just thought it was like this weird grab at vir- vir- viral video making that just was like eye to me. Mm-hmm. Um but in the context of the movie, it's a very funny scene. Yes. Uh, I, I just, I guess my problem is more with like marketing in general. <laughs> yeah. I have to say too, uh, props to Ronnie Chang, who is in this movie. And uh, he was very fucking funny in this goddamn movie. He was, was he the boss? Yes, he was. Shout out to him. Yeah. He was killing me in this movie. I loved him so much. <laughs> also, shout out to the child actress that, uh, well, not only the one that voiced Megan, but the one that played the other little girl, Katie. Yeah, yeah. She was very good. Yeah, the cast when you was get really child, good. Yeah, like child actresses, or excuse me, child actors, regardless of whether or not they are an actor or an actress or whatever. Um, I didn't mean it like that, but I didn't mean to say like any other gender is whatever. But yeah, I know what you mean. Don't uh, worry. Anyway. <laughs> uh... What I'm trying to say is that child actors are usually either very hammy mm. or very natural, and mm. she was very natural. Yes, I agree. Extremely natural, and I liked I liked her a lot. Oh, boy. Uh, but let's move on to... Ah, Badland Girl, Girl. That's, that's my, jam. my jam. Destiny, what's your jam? My jam is a song, like, lately I've been on this huge hip-hop kick. Like, I always used to say, oh, I'm going to get into it. I'm going to give it a chance. And it turns out, like, the only way to do it is to just dive in. Mm. So I've been listening to a ton of it. And uh, one of the rappers that caught my eye because of his awesome samples uh, is a a guy named Freddie Gibbs. And I guess his album, Alfredo, uh, from two years ago, was nominated for a rap Grammy. And I listened to it, and I cannot get over to this song he did with Tyler, the creator, called Something to Rap About. So that is my jam. Ooh. And some of the standout lines in this song, uh, he says, like, God, uh, what did he say? God told him to start selling crack so he'd have something to rap about, which I think is funny. <laughs> uh, uh, Tyler gets the song sent to him and says in the song, this sounds like the boat I haven't bought yet, which I really like. And then he goes on to describe, like, how he's going to hang out on this boat after the song goes, you know, platinum or whatever. And it's just, like, this really chill song. I don't know. I just, I super love it. Oh, nice. <laughs> awesome. Well, What's I your decided, jam? Oh, I decided to get into uh, Mitski's album from last year, Laurel Hell. Oh, was it last year? I think so. It might have been 2021. So. But I really like... It all blurs together. What? Oh, I just said it all blurs together. I didn't yeah, get God, for real. 
Uh, but mm-hmm. I really like the song Love Me More, which is like a a driving kind of disco-esque track. I want nice. you to love me more. <laughs> it's so good. It's like my I pump up jam that. right now. Ooh, yeah. I listened to that album in its entirety a couple of times, and I cannot tell you anything off of it. And that's not like an insult. It just shows you I need to go back and listen to it again. Yeah, it's it's to, weird. To see what grabs me. It's weird because I feel like I'm in the I was in the same boat you are, where I listened to it because I, you know, we talked about this on a few episodes ago about our love songs that we loved and how much mm-hmm. we love just to see you. And once more to see you. Yeah. yeah. And I I really like that song, but I've never really like like sat down with their albums and like listened to them and I feel like it's only one song that grabs me so when I listened to Lauren Hell for the first time I was like this is good but I'm just like eh, it's not my thing but then I decided to go back to it and I was like fuck this is more amazing than I remembered she's one of those artists for me so <laughs> oh yeah same same for sure and, and like yeah uh bury me at makeout creek and puberty Two are like my Mitski albums mm. so I need to like venture out and listen to the other ones more uh, carefully yeah I feel the same way I just I just really need to like sit with her more because I feel like she's a really a really amazing deep musician and it just it never hits me hard in the chest the first time which is usually how it hits me with music I really right. really love same and, same and then uh and then and then when I I listen to it more and more I'm like fuck no wait wait this is like a slow burn and uh I'm feeling that same way with uh, RM from BTS's solo release, where I was like, I like this, I like this one track, and then I've been listening to it more and more, and I'm like, fuck, this is brilliant and deep, and I was like, holy shit. So I. Why? Oh, sorry, sorry, sorry. Oh no, I was Go just ahead. gonna say it happens rarely, but when it does, it's kind of exciting. My new friend Rexy that I've met through a, char- a tarot chat that uh, I just added Rhea to. Yes. Uh, <laughs> with my my <laughs> other friend Catherine. Uh, my new friend Rexy said this really d- cool thing about music where they said that um, sometimes when you listen to something, it's just not the right time. Mm. So you got to kind of think like of music as like someday I, this will connect with me, but just right now it doesn't and that's okay. And someday it might. And yeah. sometimes you just got to like wait for it to hit you at the right time. And, and there's a lot of stuff like that uh, for me lately. Yeah, uh, I'm I'm finding that out myself this year. It's a short time we've made our way through this year, <laughs> but it's kind yeah. of exciting. It's kind of exciting to kind of go back and revisit this this stuff. I think it's really cool. Uh, just to go on a little tangent about music, um, I have to admit I really have a hard time getting into Phoebe Bridgers and. Um, mm. uh, What's her name? Uh, Julian Baker. Like, I, I just, there's something about slow, sad, acoustic music that I used to love it when I was younger, but I've kind of, like, gotten, I've fallen off of it, like, my love of it. And so it's really hard for me to get into lately. And so I've been listening to a lot of Boy Genius, and uh, just because a friend encouraged me to, like, give them another chance. And I'm really enjoying them, like, on a level that I did not expect. Awesome. Yeah, uh, I feel the same way about Phoebe Bridgers. That's why I really like her Punisher album, because she actually has some, like, more uh, pop rock kind of uh, songs on there, and it's not all slow, sad shit, Uh, Mm because that gets a little exhausting to me sometimes. Yes, I I need a little variety. I need a little, yeah, but I really liked that 
album and then they had a new ep come out uh which i cannot remember the name of off the top of my head but they just had this ep come out and it's pretty good it's okay i think i might like it more than the album which is self-titled oh, okay genius. i haven't listened to any of their albums yet but i will go listen to that ep now that you've said it's good and i don't know anything about julian baker i know who she is but i don't know any of her music at all she's just like very sad <laughs> yeah you know i get it um, i mean i get it yeah no it's hard times <laughs> i definitely get it uh it's just not kind of, my vibe lately has been so different it's been so like into beats and samples and yeah f- rappers you know so like and there's some sad rappers out there i'll talk mm. about a sad rap song maybe uh it'll be one of my jams uh, next time we record but uh they're out there, but it's yeah. just different. <laughs> Get on my vibe, which is Katrina and the waves walking on sunshine. <laughs> Not one of my favorites, but you, you, uh, you, you oh shine on, you crazy diamond. <laughs> oh, boy. But. Let's get into the vegan meat and vegan potatoes of this episode, in which that it is. Don't know why I said it like that. Blah, blah, blah. Uh, it's a new year. It's 2023. And it's time to talk about some new year bullshit. Like resolutions and other fun stuff. <laughs> Goals. Things Goals. you want to do. I know, I know there's been a backlash against New Year's resolutions, and I totally get it. But I am a Capricorn. I like making goals for myself, even if I don't meet them. Like, I'm not the kind of person, I used to be the kind of person that wouldn't hit my goals and I'd be so down on myself. But now I'm like, this is a guideline. I don't have to follow this strictly. If I don't hit it, it's not a big deal because there's always next year. As long as, you know, I'm alive. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, I'm just going to go with the flow. So that's kind of how I view goal setting and plan making. That's a very healthy way to view goal setting and plan making to be quite to be quite honest well thanks because uh i don't think i would have gotten to that place if it weren't for therapy (laughs) it's a very important to like i think it's very important to give yourself goals but also give yourself the space to like you know work on the goals without without feeling like you need to get everything done as long as you did mm-hmm. some work or you know shit changes you're a person you're not you're not perfect you're going to you're going to meet you're some also things. allowed oh go on oh you're going to meet some things you're going to not meet some things that's no big deal exactly like you should give yourself space to fail and try again yes or to fail and say this isn't for me i'm going to go a different route and that's yes. okay in the words of the holy prophet Aaliyah, uh, if at first you don't succeed, uh, dust yourself off and try again. Try again, try again. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Uh, uh, spoken by our prophet. <laughs> yes. Uh, but what are some of your goals that you have for 2023, Destiny? Okay, so I'm dusting off the... Uh, dusting off. This is a new notebook. Uh, <laughs> journal... Uh, to get my goals here. Mm, where did I write them? Here we go. So my actual New Year's resolutions, I didn't write very many because I have a separate list of things uh, that we're going to go over later. But like, mm-hmm. the essentially, here they are. Be a better listener because that's just 
it's going to be my career. I'm in grad school to become a therapist. I want to be a better listener. Mm-hmm. I don't want to listen just to like assess what I'm going to say next. I want to listen to actually hear what the person is saying and internalize it in a, in a you know, constructive way and actually get people and empathize with them and make sure that I acknowledge that I am empathizing because I've listened. Um, that's really important to me this year. Um, uh, and then my second one is no more unsolicited advice because holy shit, I love to give unsolicited advice. Uh, and I was falling into this trap where I was being a therapist to a lot of my friends and I just can't do that. That takes a lot of emotional labor and it's not something that anyone asked me to take on. So why am I doing it? So I've stopped. I'm just letting people live their lives. And if they come to me and say, Hey, what would you do? Then I'll answer. But I don't know. It's actually harder to, this is probably the one Aside from, like, the physical-related ones, this is a hard one for me. <laughs> mm. I've always appreciated your advice, though. I just want to put that out there in the world. Well, thank you. I, I appreciate that you appreciate it. I just... I, I It's gotten me in trouble, this unsolicited advice, in the past, and at least over the last few years. And I think uh, it's less about the advice and more about, like, trying to fix other people's problems that have nothing to do with me. Mm-hmm. And that's kind of, maybe I'll rewrite the resolution to just not try to fix other people's problems. Okay. Um, My third is to meditate two to three times a week, which I have not really done yet. Uh, In December, I was meditating almost every day because I had a free trial of the Calm app so I could like build it into my morning routine. Uh, But I'm not paying for that app. I'm sorry, y'all. $69 a year is not worth it to me when I can just pull up. If I want a guided meditation, I have YouTube. Yeah. Um, and sorry, if I want to meditate. Yeah. Calm. Sorry, calm. No offense. To, sorry to this calm. But uh, I have, um, you know, books and YouTube. And there's so many ref- or excuse me. There's so many resources for learning how to meditate for free. And mm-hmm. all you really need is somewhere to sit that's quiet and a timer that's really all you fucking need yeah so the idea that like i need to pay a bunch of money for a bunch of really well done uh guided meditations and talks is eh, not for me um side note i found spotify is a good resource for finding guided meditations too yes i've utilized them a ton okay um yeah no i've I've used i have a few saved for sleep that i really like um yeah if people want more like meditation resources for free just email badlandgirls at gmail.com because i got tips yo yeah um (laughs) my other goal that i haven't really started yet because of just little complications is working out twice a week Mm-hmm. I was really good about doing it once a week. Me and my friend Lawrence were going every Wednesday to the gym. Uh, then we fell off real hard. <laughs> so I need to get back on that because I actually really enjoyed it. I liked the way I felt when I was working out. And that was a shock to me because I have a really uh, negative relationship with it as a disabled person. And mm-hmm. just like somebody who's self-conscious about going to the gym and like, somebody who gets in their head about their weight like i i definitely uh 
am approaching it in this like different way where I'm like, it's not about weight. It's, it's just about, uh, finding like something that makes me feel good and gets me moving. And, uh, any, uh, side effect that happens because of that, I'll take it. Nice. Um, so that's kind of how I'm viewing it. Plus at Battling Girls, we're team, uh, riots, not diets. Yes, of course. Um, <laughs> My fifth goal, which I'm actually starting out on a good foot, is to read more fiction. I read almost 30 books. I didn't quite hit my goal of 30 books, which is my goal every year is to read 30 books because I'm a busy lady and I read really slowly. But I've noticed when I looked at like my count for last year, I think out of the 20 something books I read, I only read um, maybe 11 Actually, it was less than that. Maybe six fiction works. Wow. And last year, or excuse me, the year before that, it was even worse. I mostly read nonfiction these days. And that was not the case when I was younger. When I was younger, it would have been the opposite. It would have been fiction overload. Uh, But I've just been really bad about reading fiction. For some reason, I... It's not that I look down on it. It's just that, like, my brain goes... Well, you need to be learning something, but you can learn a lot from fiction. The idea that you don't learn from fiction is a weird, that's a weird assumption. (laughs) And that's what I needed to let go of. Um, Awesome. And then my, thank you. Uh, We could talk about these in depth after you go through yours. uh, But my other one is to not keep so much clutter. I'm a clutter bug, y'all. I have ADHD. I live with two people. I have more stuff than I have storage. I'm going to try to fix this. I'm going to get rid of some stuff. going to Marie Kondo. Yeah, Marie Kondo. Marie Kondo. Uh, just to... The, my main clutter is books, which is a shame because I've actually gotten to this point where I really like a physical book over a digital book uh, because I like writing in my books. And yes, that is them. very fun. Yes. Oh my God. I've been, I, I I resisted it for a long time. And then, uh, I'm a nerd for Susan Sontag and I read somewhere that she read with a pencil. She read everything with a pencil. So I'm like, I'm doing that. Cause she's one of my favorite peoples and I, and I love copying my favorite people. And uh, so that's what got me on that path. And I've been doing it with a vengeance lately, uh, especially in my tarot books. Cause I engage with that every day. So they're just getting all road on. That's um, awesome. I love that. But yeah, it, it doesn't help my clutter problem though. <laughs> <laughs> oh no. Uh, I don't care. Uh. I'm sorry. <laughs> well, it's a slow process. It's going to be one of those things where I'm going to have to get my roommates to help me. I'm going to have to get rid of some stuff and just admit to myself, I'm never going to read the unread books on my shelf. So I might as well not keep them. Mm. And if I want them that bad, I can rebuy them digitally or um go to a damn library yeah Uh, so that's kind of how i'm thinking about it uh that's good and those those are my resolutions just six Mm. they're just six this year uh and then i i had one on air rewrite uh what are your resolutions (laughs) one on air rewrite (laughs) sorry that made me look giggle um no it's okay well we actually discussed this in the chat a little bit where Destiny brought up resolutions. 
and she talked about some of hers and I'm glad she was able to go into more depth here about them. But then an, I got all maudlin in the chat and was like, my one goal is to be happier. <laughs> it was like, I mean, if you're going to have a goal. Yeah. Ain't nothing wrong with that. But it's I, also fraught. Yes, it is very fraught. <laughs> I just, I had a very difficult time last year where I was just struggling with just these these really heavy bouts of depression and I look back at some of like the significant moments of my year and I realized that there was just this heavy depression just like coloring the experience and it was very it was very hard for me to kind of admit that and it it kind of came to a head at the end of the year because I feel like in December I was just a wreck I felt like I was falling apart and then I felt like my depression was feeding into my anxiety and and just making everything worse and I actually have a doctor's appointment on Monday to talk to my doctor about this and I'm really nervous about it because I don't quite know how I'm going to describe it and I'm really scared that I'm gonna get like a pill that throws things out of whack or something like that because that's what happened to me last time and I am very nervous but I'm gonna try and write oh yes go ahead no 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 you continue because I think you're gonna say what I was gonna say I was about to give you unsolicited advice anyway okay Uh, (laughs) (laughs) this is not unsolicited advice I mean I'm talking about my stupid bullshit so I I do want your opinion it's not stupid bullshit go okay but yes, I, I, I was just going to, I'm going to try and write everything down and then be the nerd with the notebook. Because I just, yes. I don't know. I don't know what else to do because I, I, I feel like I have a lot to say and I, I, I have to get all my fears and stuff out there. And I, I'm, I'm not one of those people uh, that like, I did have like a, when I had my breakdown in 2021, I, she gave me a pill to like take when I, as needed, man, that's, that's a hard pill to take because you convince yourself that you don't need it when you're having a meltdown. And I just, I just don't. But that's what they're for. (laughs) I know. But it's like, my brain's telling me you don't fucking need this. So I don't know. Struggling. You shouldn't have to struggle. Uh, I was going to say kudos to you for realizing that you want to get some professional help because that's really hard. Uh, the, the unsolicited advice was going to be next time you feel that sadness and that anxiety is to write down how it feels and maybe like what it tr- what triggered it. Try to like if you can't pin that down, just say, I don't know. Uh, this, but this is how this feels uh, and write it down kind of while it's happening or after it's happened. So you have something to bring to your doctor. That is very good advice. Thank you very much. Because they're going to ask you, like, how long have you felt this way? And are you suicidal and all this stuff? And you just got to be honest about how you felt and, like, what you're going through. And they'll go from there. Okay. And if you get on a pill you don't like, you tell them and they switch you to a different one that you uh, get along better with. Okay. Whew. Still nervous, but I'm trying. Oh, of course. Of course. It's scary. Uh, but you got this. Uh, just just like I said, make notes. Don't be afraid to come in there with a the piece of paper, because I do it all the time with my physical symptoms. Uh, and I 
uh, probably did with my mental health stuff when I did, because I've been on meds like a decade at this point for my depression and anxiety, and I don't really remember if I, I didn't, it was one of those things where like I was going through uh, my mom's death, so they were like, oh, she needs medication. <laughs> mm-hmm. I didn't like go to somebody and say, I need help. It was one of those things where I was in therapy freaking out and and the therapist was like let's get a psychiatrist to talk to you and uh they went from there and that's how i ended up on meds but it was a life changer and once i found the right you know ones that work for me uh i've never looked back (laughs) uh same i just need a little extra help i think so it's all right it's all right i think it's okay to acknowledge that life is really hard and really difficult and scary yeah um and i i think uh, you're gonna do great i'm i'm proud of you for acknowledging it and i think uh everything's gonna work out thank you so that's like my biggest resolution to just work on that because i feel like it'll have a um cascading effect on everything else that is happening in my life right now So I feel like that is the one that I really want to prioritize. And then I have some other like minor things that I want to do. Like I'm currently reading How to Study Magic, A Guide to History, Lore, and Building Your Own Practice by Sarah Lyons. And she's introducing uh, people to magic and she gives a quick history and breakdown of four or five types of magic, like grimoire magic, chaos magic, ceremonial pagan worship and traditional witchcraft and uh it's very interesting and i really am in this mood right now where i want to learn a lot about the occult (laughs) oh you're talking to the right woman Uh, (laughs) i have so many recommendations of books and youtube witches and just things that i do and people i know do like if you want to talk about that off mic i'm your girl yeah (laughs) I just like I don't know like I I'm not I'm at the stage right now where I don't know if I want to build like a personal practice but I do know that I'm in like the Giles stage of you my... want to read about it yeah I want to read about it and I have a lot of books and I love reading about it I'm I'm toying with the idea of getting a key of Solomon book just so I can read about all these demons because I just found out from Sarah Lyons book about this demon named Stolis which is an owl with really long legs that teaches people <laughs> about rocks and poisonous plants. And I'm just like, that just sounds fascinating to me. <laughs> yeah. Demons are cool. Yeah. I, so I like, I want to learn more about witchcraft and that kind of stuff. And I know I have a good resource with my very dear uh, friend and my favorite witch destiny. Oh. And uh, the other thing I want to do is, well, I got a Hobonichi this year for planning and I, I want to fill it all the way up to the end. I never really got quite got there with, the last Hobonichi I did, which is was 2017, I got like maybe three fourths of the way through, and then I just kind of dropped off. And uh, I want to fill mine up like to the brim until the end of the year because it's such a a dense resource. There's so many things inside of it. I have a Hobonichi cousin, so it has monthly, weekly, and daily. And then there's all these like resource pages in the back that are really fun. So I want to. I've always. Oh, go ahead. Sorry. I want to dedicate my time to that. Go ahead. 
Oh, I was just gonna say, I've always wanted one. I can never bring myself to go ahead and take the leap to buy it because of the way that I journal. Mm-hmm. I just don't know how to like fit it in because I, yeah. I have a separate bullet journal and then I have a separate personal journal, yada, yada, yada. Um, but I've always wanted one because they're cool. <laughs> yeah, they are really cool. I like them a lot. And then uh, just, a, just a little minor thing I want to do. I want to visit more graveyards this year. I just want to go visit our graveyards and just, like, sit in among the dead. I don't know. Contemplating uh, death. Yeah. Contemplating life. The cycle of... I drew the Empress card this morning when I did my uh, daily tarot draw. It's just something I actually want to talk about when we talk about uh, uh, the things we want to learn. Because we did yeah. make separate lists of things we want to learn. Uh, and, yeah, like, connecting to that cycle of death and rebirth and birth and decay... Is, is, is super important. We're really disconnected from it as a society. Yeah. I got back into it also, speaking of the tarot chat, because Rexy, uh, I drew, like, the death card a while ago, and then I made a joke about, like, how I was in my grave. And Rexy, they said, they're like, I'm covering your skeleton with a warm quilt. And they're like, that image soothed me so much. <laughs> I think that's why I want to go to these graveyards. <laughs> Nice. Yeah, no, that's, I like that a lot. I um, have a, a, an ancestor altar in my house, uh, my apartment, uh, dedicated to my beloved dead and my favorite dead celebrities and a death goddess and that I work with. And I would highly recommend ancestor work and diving into your beloved dead and seeing what you can do to honor them. Oh, that's a great idea. Thank you. I also have a tarot book about ancestor work if you really want to get deep in it, but I don't Ooh. know how like connected to your family history you are. <laughs> well, we'll see. It's about it's about healing it, but like I know that's like a big that's like a big ask for some people. And then not everybody connects with ancestor work, but and and I didn't at first. It took me a really long time to like get over my hang-ups about sort of my family makeup. But anyway, that's a tangent. I really like your goals. Did you Thank have you. any more? Nope, that was it. Like I said, I'm keeping it pretty simple this year. And like biggest one is just be happier and then just work in my Hobonichi and fill it up for the whole year. And then witch stuff and then graveyards. This is a very Rhea goal sheet. <laughs> it's good. It's perfect. It's got to be. It's yours. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> Well, I want you to talk a little about about this 10 things to learn, because this is a very cool concept to me, and it inspired me greatly, and uh, you were the one who kind of inspired me to do it. Yay! Well, let me find my list. Oh, here it is. Okay, so uh, Austin Cleon, who's like a writer and just a general creative person, he like gives out a lot of like motivational advice and stuff about creativity and how to like maintain it and to inspire it and stuff like that he wrote a book called steal like an artist which is um a really like i know if you have like any struggles with your creativity i would highly recommend that book and his book keep going yeah Uh, i love keep going yeah he's he's a really great guy um anyway he inspired me to do this list because every year he does a list of 10 things he wants to learn. So I decided to do the same. 
And my first two are literally only because I want to get better at tarot reading. Just a little bit of a background. Like I read cards as a teenager because my mom was like super woo-woo and like we would read them in secret and I would read her cards, I mean. Uh, and then like I would read for my friends every once in a while in high school. But I kind of just disconnected from like all things spiritual. I don't think and... I ever knew you did this in high school. That's fascinating. Oh, yeah. I had like a little mini deck that I bought at Borders and I had a deck that I still have a few cards from. Uh, that was just like a ripoff of a Rider weight deck um, that I worked with, with my mom. Uh, but when I disconnected from all things spiritual, I stopped reading cards. And then about pretty much the time Trump was elected, I was like, I'm going to be a witch. And <laughs> that's when I got back into tarot. Uh, so, I mean, I, I don't know, whatever. It's it's not exactly that timeline, but that was when I took it seriously. I kind of coincided with that election because I got motivated to do a bunch of shit just for me because he was such a hate monger. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> anyway, so um, Rhea and I are in this group chat with our friends Kat and Rexy and Alicia, who occasionally makes an appearance. <laughs> uh <laughs> Where we draw a tarot card every day, post a picture of it, and we talk about, like, what the card means for our day and our life. And um, sometimes we get really deep into it. Sometimes we don't. Sometimes we're just fawning over the art. Um, I know that you and Kat have taken to, like, drawing the tarot cards, like, doodling your own interpretation, which I love. Like, Kat's drawings have been really cool. Um, But anyway, my whole point in bringing this up... (laughs) Is that, like, I want to get deeper into these cards and the two ways, the first two things I want to learn to get deeper into them are astrology and the Kabbalah. And uh, what's the Kabbalah? You, you, oh, here we go. <laughs> <laughs> let me strap it. Okay. All right. So first, let me caveat a few things, because when I say that, people get either very, like, dismissive or uh, sort of... Mm, what's the word like mm, they get their hackles up because they're like well are you gonna study this closed jewish mysticism system because like you're not jewish and that's not cool and it's like no 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 no, that's not what i'm studying i'm studying the hermetic kabbalah which is based on the jewish kabbalah but it kind of runs into this like more like witchy pagan side and uh jives with it it, 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 it's hard to explain but there's a greek egyptian and uh ancient greek ancient egyptian and ancient christian commingling of magical resources that happens uh back in the day i don't have an exact timeline and that's where the hermetic kabbalah comes in and essentially it is a system that categorizes everything into like these 10 spheres and like it's a whole thing and if you've ever seen like the tree of life it's um famously on the uh 10 of pentacles card in the writer Waite smith tarot deck but uh each of those spheres represents a different thing and it it gets really complex because then inside each of those spheres is another tree of life and then there's a tree of life connected to the tree of life and like it's it's really it's a two-dimensional model of this multi-dimensional thing um wow, that's cool but a, 
but a lot of uh, imagery in the, at least like the traditional Rider Waite Smith tarot comes from a lot of this like uh, spiritual background. So I want to study that. Um, and I've been like reading a couple of books. Uh, there's a book about sort of finding the liminal queer non-binary space in the Kabbalah, which is a really cool book that I started. And then I started just like a primer. Is it primer or primer? I always said primer. I always say primer too, but I've heard the other way. Anyway, hmm, write interesting. in. Violentgirls at gmails.com because we don't know. Yeah. How do you uh, say it? <laughs> how do you say it? Uh, but anyway, the primer is really good. And I'm just like dipping my toe. There's this great YouTuber named Dr. Justin Sledge who does these videos on his channel, Esoterica. And he has a whole series about the Kabbalah. And he, uh, like, knows his shit. He's a scholar. Um, so, like, I've been watching a lot of his stuff. I've been reading these books. So that's helping me get my grasp on it. For astrology, the resources I'm us using are... Um, Goodness, uh, a lot of them. I'm reading Chani Nicholas's website every day for horoscopes and descriptions. I'm reading The Hood Witch. I'm about to get Chani Nicholas's book, uh, You Were Born for This, which is all about like astrology. I have a book called Astrology for Yourself. Um, I've been deep diving into my chart, uh, trying to figure out, you know, the transits and all that stuff. It gets complicated, but. I think that'll also enrich my tarot reading because each card is associated with like different astrological symbols. And I, and I really uh, am excited to get into all that. So those are my tarot related goals. That's awesome. Um, and I might have some books you, to recommend you. I had a zine that I got from the library, the zine library where it's like, ooh. what kind of secular witchcraft do you want? And one of them is astrology, Witch, and they recommend some books. So I'll send those to you later. Thanks. Um, but yeah, no, there are, you know, problems in like, uh, in like the kind of astrology that some of the cards go with isn't like the same astrology that like mainstream people, like there's a whole thing. So I, I got to pin down what exactly I'm going to study, but I've got a lot of resources. Nice. Um, did you want to say two things you want to learn? And then I'll go back to mine. Cause I have oh. a, a te 10 of them and I feel like we should go back and forth. So that way sure. this isn't talking for a huge <laughs> chunk of time. That's fine. I only have seven right now. I have three open, but I'm letting, I'm waiting for those to like come to me as the, as the year goes on. I feel I like. I love that. Yeah. So my first one is I always want to learn something crafty. And there has been a lot of talk in one of the chats I'm in that Destiny is also in about knitting and crocheting. And I was like, oh, maybe I should learn how to knit and or crochet and or embroider. But then I thought about it for a long time and I'm just like, oh my God, Rhea, you have started all of those projects so many times to no avail. <laughs> and so I'm like, okay, forget, forget all that. I'm like, we're going to start with something new that might work a bit of your brain, a little bit different bit of your brain. And it looks fun. And uh, I want to try and learn how to make those little polymer earrings, you know, out of like that polymer clay and you kind of like roll it down and then you make these little shapes. There was a, a girl at my uh, work that made them and I bought a pair off of her and I was like, this looks like fun. This looks like a fun little project. And I kind of like the idea of like shaping things with clay 
I think that sounds really fun and relaxing to me. <laughs> so I found a kit and I'm going to try and uh, try and attempt this this year. <laughs> that is so exciting. I love that. If you could make tiny uh, sushis or tiny pandas for me once you get good. I would love that. <laughs> I love I love your two choices. They're so you. <laughs> <laughs> Those are like tiny my two favorite or tiny things. Bandits. Yes, no. I love it. Um, <laughs> the other thing I want to do is, uh, again, if you haven't noticed, I'm a little bit of a library geek, and I go to our library almost every day. So another thing they do is they have seeds that you can get for free. You can get like up to 20 seeds on your library card, and a month, I think. Maybe it's 10 a month. It's 10 a month, I think, that you can get for free. And I want to try planting some flowers or some herbs. I really want to plant some lavender and maybe some, like, sunflowers. I just, I haven't ever really worked with, uh, like, planting or anything like that. My mom is, like, an avid mini gardener. She always plants some flowers every spring. And it's something that always fascinated me, but I've never really learned how to do it. And I want to learn how to do it as a way of just kind of growing something, which I think is cool, but also a way of like connecting with my mom and one of her pastimes that she really loves to do. I love this. Yeah. I have a black thumb literally and figuratively. Um, <laughs> Wait, how do you know this? Well, I mean, I know you know how I know how you know it oh. literally. Did you try raising a plant? I have tried planting seeds and raising them so many times and failing and most of it is like circumstantial because i don't really have a good window situation in my apartment so it's really hard for plants to get sun yeah uh, I, I gotta invest in a grow light but i don't have space um i do own two air plants and two cacti Ooh. Uh, the cacti the cacti i keep at work and they're thriving the air plants i think i haven't been watering them enough and they're like starting to get look gnarly um <laughs> So I brought them home because they were at work and it's easier to water them home at home because I can soak them. Uh, and I'm just trying to, all my plant expert friends are like, you just got to do it once a week and do it kind of near the evening. And I'm like, okay, so this is the advice I'm following. I have a couple of friends that like really know their shit when it comes to plants. So that's who I, that's who I'm using to guide me. Um, anyway, uh, this Does it actually goal. matter when you water it at the time of day? No, it's just uh, the person that advised me this said that, like, in nature, uh, wherever the plant came from, like, it would rain at night and the rain would just go through the plant and that's how it would get its water. So they tend to, like, expect water at the end of the day. And this was specifically about my air plants. Um, that's fascinating. I don't know if it's true. I just... (laughs) Even if it's not true, I think it's totally fascinating. Holy shit. Wow. (laughs) But yeah, that's how I know. Like, I've tried many, many times. I have killed so many plants. To steal a phrase (laughs) that I overheard in my grad school residency, uh, I run a plant hospice. (laughs) That's really funny. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, my God. What are two more of your uh, things you want to learn? Well, to get back on the craft train, um, I want to learn how to crochet finally. Like, I can knit, and I am what they call an advanced beginner, where I can do some advanced stuff, like decreasing, increasing. Uh, I can do cables. I can knit in the round. Uh, I can purl. (laughs) 
but I cannot crochet to save my life. I have tried to learn crocheting on like multiple occasions and something about my brain it just is not clicking. So I'm really going to commit this year, get a book, find a good YouTube channel, sit with a friend or two and learn this crocheting business. That's awesome. And I think you're going to master it this year for sure. Thank you. I appreciate it because I, I, uh, I think crochet is so cute and well, the goal is to learn something simple like granny squares. Like if I could nail that, I'll be happy. Like if all I make for the rest of my life is granny squares, I will be fine in this world. Like Dude, I don't need to learn how to crochet anything else. I saw a whole dress on Instagram or something that someone just made out of granny squares. You can oh, do yeah, anything yeah. with granny squares. <laughs> you can. I saw uh, one of the couture big designers did a jacket of granny squares that kind of set me off on my uh ooh, my dream my aspiration inspiration or yeah aspiration uh to crochet um awesome the other thing i want to learn and this is broad but i'm trying to narrow it down but i keep the problem with okay so the, the thing is philosophy i want to get some foundational knowledge about philosophy and this has always kind of been a low-key goal of mine like i've been reading different texts and different primers um primary texts and primers and like watching different videos because there's a lot of great philosophy channels on youtube and i'm not just talking about philosophy tube philosophy tube uh mixed bag but (laughs) um there's just a lot out there and uh, I really like, there's a web, or excuse me, a YouTube that just kind of collects different clips related to philosophy and different audiobook recordings called Philosophy Overdose, and they're really great. Um, they have a lot of, like, TV shows from the 70s about existentialism, which I think is really cool from, like, public access channels. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and there's like a lot of audiobooks uh, out there and like so yeah so I've been like trying to read uh, Spinoza's ethics I, I joined like a, one of the other discords I'm on uh, shout out to relentless picnic fam uh, none of them listen to this uh, anyway uh, we all read Spinoza's ethics together and I didn't finish it, but like I got a lot out of it. And then like we read Anti-Oedipus by Guattari and Deleuze and that was crazy. And I didn't finish that either, but just even trying to do it has like opened me up in a lot of ways and I really appreciate it. So I want to keep down that road. I just got to figure out where I want to stay in that study. Cause like there's so much to it that it's really easy to get lost in the weeds. So I'm picking a few focuses and uh, I don't really quite know what they are yet, but um, it's it's going to be really fun figuring it out. So those are my other two. Uh, do you have two more? Yes. Uh, so I realized that I have been neglecting one of the great creative passions of my life, which is... Uh, music. I have been neglecting playing guitar, singing, all of the fun stuff. So I made a little challenge for myself to learn how to play six songs this year. It's always been a goal of mine to learn more covers, not just for like the what the reason I want to learn covers is I just want to more deeply connect with the song 
like songs that really reach me emotionally and uh with the help of youtube it's easier than ever now to learn some songs that i always felt like were um outside of my skill set so i i'm really looking forward to just kind of like dedicating some time to learning some songs and then along those lines i really want to learn uh the caged method of uh playing guitar which is a way of looking at the fretboard in certain kind of like chord progressions to help you kind of like rock off on solos or lines. And that's something I've always really struggled with with guitar. I'm such a power chord girl. And uh, I really want to get more deeper into it because I'm a pretty quick learner when it comes to guitar. And I feel like this would really benefit me and really take my guitar playing to the next level, which I've always wanted to do. I've just never had the time to dedicate it to it. And now I want to dedicate more time to it. That is exciting. I love when you play a guitar. Like, <laughs> Thanks. It's like one of my favorite things. Like, obviously, I love when you play the ukulele. I think when you play any instrument, anytime anybody shows off musical talent, I'm like, oh, my eyes get all big. I'm <laughs> but like, it's fun. I'm so excited for you to get back into it and see what you come yeah. up with. What cover are you like... working on right now? I'm not working on anything right now. I'm making I asked some of the chats of like songs I should learn. And I was thinking about learning one of the uh, either I haven't started yet. So I next month I'm planning on starting like because I gave myself like two months, which is why I said like six songs. So I'm thinking of learning like uh, 17 Pink Sugar Elephants by Vashti Bunyan, which is a, a demo track that she did when she was 17. And That's it's pretty. just such a simple, magical song, a little haunting. And it's a more finger plucking than I'm used to. So I'm excited to kind of give myself that challenge. Yeah, that's a great song. Um, one of my favorites. Uh, very excited to hear that. That's going to be awesome. Oh, thank you. Was was that two? Yeah. Oh, uh, Cage Method and Six Songs. Yeah. Oh, okay. They were related. Uh, yeah. Here's two things that uh don't have anything to do with each other eh, i guess they require like hand skills i want to learn drawing because i fell off of drawing regularly even though i'm bad at it i really enjoy doing it but i want to like try to actually improve and work on my shapes and like doodling and just like reconnecting with drawing because uh, i get real discouraged because i get a picture in my head of how something wants to look or something should look and then like I cannot execute it and that always frustrated me to the point where I wouldn't draw but I'm trying to just be like hey you're just learning and you're trying and uh I want to try to share my drawings like I got really inspired by Rhea last year when she was like I'm gonna post my doodles and uh, I'm gonna start posting them when I actually like sit down to draw uh yeah so that'll be exciting <laughs> And then the second thing, which also requires a handsy skill, a handsy skill, is uh, eye makeup. I, You're already good at it. <laughs> uh, not really. It. I don't know how to layer eyeshadow and blend it. Are you kidding? I only know oh. how to do, I know how to stamp a wing on <laughs> and connect <laughs> it to a line. And I know how to like put on mascara and a little bit of eyeliner and like maybe like smudge a little shadow. But I don't know like the complexities. I don't know how to do my eyebrows. Uh, I, I just and I don't know how to like layer colors and like achieve a look. Um, uh, my hair is in an awkward stage because I'm trying to grow locks. Uh, it doesn't look that bad, but like I think it'll help my self-esteem 
as my hair is in this awkward phase to like really get into some pretty eyes uh uh and th- so that's a goal that's awesome i like that thank you did you have any uh, more yeah i have a few more i'll just do one this round and then i'll end with my last two but okay. like Another one to kind of go with your drawing one is like, I really got, like Destiny said, I really got into drawing last year. I've always been kind of intimidated to talk about drawing because literally, literally 90% of our friends are professional artists. It's a little intimidating to talk about drawing when 90% of your friends are professional artists. (laughs) So, (laughs) I mean, we got, we got the Muppetizing artist. Yeah, we're friends with him. Bruce McCorkendale. If yep. you have seen those on the internet, we are his close friend. <laughs> yeah, the Art House Muppets, that's our friend. Yeah, that's that's us. That's our friend. Be jealous. <laughs> uh, Tracy, Rob. Uh, and uh, Matt, too. Matt is Matt, also a professional yeah. artist. My God. I'm just like, what the hell? So I felt a little intimidated, but then I, I decided, you know, fuck it, because it was making me feel good. And then I just realized I love drawing. And it's something I loved since I was like a preteen and I was telling Kat this too when I was driving her home after Megan where mm-hmm. it was something I was really into as a preteen uh tween I guess and then I somehow tricked myself into thinking that I didn't have enough natural talent to continue with drawing not realizing that's not how it fucking works at all and to be honest there were other interests I had at the time so it was not it wasn't like I was like depriving myself oh but <laughs> I'm really glad that I got back into drawing and I want to continue drawing and I really want to take like I've taken some virtual classes on Domestica about drawing that I've really gotten a lot of value out of and then I also want to take an in-person class maybe with Destiny if she's feeling down with it <laughs> oh I would love that yay I have to find the time but like yeah I know <laughs> You're so busy, girl. <laughs> I am. But, like, that would make me really happy. Uh, oh, awesome. Giving me something focused to, like, try. Because, like, self-teaching is such a... It's it's a... It's work. <laughs> it is work. It is work. All right. Um, what about you? All right. My next two are two things that I have attempted to learn... And fallen off of, and one of them is kind of embarrassing, but I'll go, I'll start with the non-embarrassing one. I want to learn Spanish again because I took it in college and I loved it and I got B's and I took Spanish one and Spanish two. And then I just completely lost it like you do with languages. Uh, And I want to get it back because I have the theory that if I became a bilingual therapist, I would be unstoppable. You would be unstoppable. So yes. Learning Spanish, I dropped a bunch of shit and we had to pause the recording. So if there's like a weird pause between when I was talking about Spanish a second ago and Spanish now, that's what happened. Uh, Behind the scenes. scenes. (laughs) (laughs) But yeah, it's a beautiful language. It's a useful language. I want to buckle down. I want to learn it. Um, The other thing is something that has eluded me since I was a teenager. uh, Driving. Mm. I do not know how to drive. I am pushing 40. I need to learn how to drive. Multiple friends have like, I had a friend who would pick me up every morning and make me drive myself to work. And it was the most terrifying experience, but I did it. And I'm forever grateful to her, but it didn't stick. <laughs> Man. I never got my license. I got my learner's permit, but I never got my license. Uh, 
<laughs> what were you gonna say? I was like, it's honestly okay if you're if you're really terrified of it. I mean, I don't want you to subject yourself to that. And that's how I feel deep down, where it's like, if I'm too scared, I'm too scared. It's fine. But I also think it's useful. It would help me a ton. Teenagers learn how to do it, so why can't I? So I'm kind of of a mixed mind about it. I'm mm. not gonna beat myself up if I keep failing, but I'm gonna keep trying. I did. I just think it'll. Uh, I'll feel better if I can at least do it. Maybe not to the point where I own a car, but like I know how to do it and I have a better sense of direction, and uh, it'll just be nicer. But uh, we'll see. We'll see. Because it does learning how to drive does come with the extra part of buying a car which i'd have to save up to do and then like having car insurance which would be a pain in the ass and all those little things but i live in a city that doesn't have great public transportation so i have to rely on other people or or lyft or uber and it's just like a hassle yeah um so i i'd like to change that but it is it's gonna take a lot of it's gonna take like me working with my therapist to get over the anxiety component and then like working with somebody because i don't have time to take formal lessons and they don't really they offer adult lessons for driving where i live but like i've done them a few times they're not that great Mm. uh i always get told at the end of the session oh you just need more practice (laughs) what the hell Um, i which is not yeah how were your driving lessons when you were driving to work every morning were those okay they were great they were wonderful i was just scared the whole time Mm. and every time like it's not even my driving. It's like other cars. I'm like, ooh. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, and I have like intrusive thoughts about car accidents and like a whole, it's a whole thing. Um, so I definitely want to get comfortable. Uh, and I did get com- My friend was a really good teacher. Like if anybody was going to get me to my license, it was my friend Andrea who doesn't listen to this, but special shout out to her um, for the summer that she made me drive myself to work. Um, <laughs> but yeah, another friend is offered to give me lessons when the weather gets better and Aww. I'm going to take her up on it. Good. And honestly, Destiny, your goal of just like learning how to drive without the pressures of getting a car and car insurance, which I have to deal with this year and I'm not looking forward to it. That sounds perfect to me. <laughs> so awesome. Yeah. yeah. Thank you. Thank you. That makes me feel better. Yeah. I mean, like, I think it's really a, a great thing that you just want to learn. I mean, like, you can learn and then you can take over sometimes and you can borrow a car, but you don't have to do all that other shit. Fuck that shit. <laughs> that's true. I don't. Like, I could just go at my own pace. Yeah, exactly. I'm thinking about it because I think that would be smartest. Um, but we'll see. We'll see where it goes. Uh, I'll perhaps keep y'all uh, up to date on my attempts once I get started on my lesson. Okay, cool. I am looking forward to hearing about that. Thank you. Well, I just added another one, so I'll just talk about my last three right now. (laughs) Okay. I have two more, and then we're good. Okay. So my next one is, well, to to kind of go along with Destiny's Spanish lessons, in the middle of last year, I decided, fuck it, I'm going to learn Korean on Duolingo. And so I started just doing like five minutes a day of Korean on Duolingo. If you're wondering why I decided Korean, it's because I love BTS. Let's move on. And then <laughs> <laughs> and then I said, I told myself, if I stick with this until the end of the year, every day, doing a lesson, I'll buy a year's worth of Duolingo. And I did. And I was like, oh, well, I guess I now I'm just going to dedicate more time to learning Korean. So I bought a book. And I, I got another Korean kind of like centered 
like learning program and so now i'm like dedicating more of my time to just like learning korean and it's been a lot of fun korean language is fascinating i am super impressed because i would be like intimidated to learn a new script and just like a language that i don't have a lot of like knowledge of Mm -hmm. just completely new to me so I, i think it's super impressive and I think your reasons for going into it are solid reasons. Uh, a lot of people have, so many people have been inspired to learn it because of BTS that like there are more resources available now, I feel like for English speakers to learn Korean. And that's really cool. Yeah, I agree. And I also, I like uh, many years ago, I tried to learn Japanese, but Japanese is very difficult to learn. First of all, they have three alphabets and that already is, is very complicated. Yeah. If you're a native <laughs> Japanese speaker and you learned all three of them alphabets, I am so proud of you. Yes. <laughs> I love... Uh, Which yeah. is everyone in Japan. Yes. I'm just we're, proud of the, the island nation. Yes. We're very proud of you. Badland girls are very <laughs> proud of you. Please write us an email. Badlandgirls at gmail.com telling us how you feel <laughs> about us being proud of you. <laughs> and then I know we talked a little bit about crafting earlier. And one of the things I decided to kind of do as kind of like one-off I, I kind of mentioned it with the polymer earrings is that I really to help kind of keep my focus on like some of these crafty things I really want to just kind of get into like one and done kits and then seeing if like I like the kit and then going from there so there's a couple of kits I want to do uh, one of them is a latch hook kit of Mario I found it on Amazon and it looks so cute and I want to try Aww. making a little latch hook of Mario. Also, I think latch hook is very uh, easy compared to knitting. And I don't think I'd get so frustrated. <laughs> so that with my is other... valid. That's valid as shit. Oh my gosh. And then the other one is kind of, so my dad, uh, ever since uh, he's been a little kid, he's loved building model kits. And very recently he got back into building model kits and he's currently working on building a Frankenstein, Boris Karloff Frankenstein model kit. And, um, oh, there's another one he's doing too. And now I can't remember what it is off the top of my head. Oh, it's an Iron Man. It's like 1960s Iron Man. He's on top of our fridge right now because my dad ran out of paint. (laughs) So Very cool though. Yeah. It's really interesting to watch him work with these model kits And so I kind of wanted to do something similar. So I found, you know, those little like miniature dollhouse type things that you can glue and build together. I get ads for them all the time on Instagram. Well, I found one and I was like, I'm going to buy one of these kits and I'm going to build it and put it on my little shelf. (laughs) So and see where that leads me. So that's like something I want to do as well. That's so cool. You're making me want to look up latch hook. I'm looking like I'm literally just scrolling through the latch hook kits on Amazon. And I'm like, I would make any of these. Uh, (laughs) This looks so much fun. Yeah, it does. Doesn't it? We should get together and latch hook something. (laughs) Yes, we will. Yeah, for sure. But yeah, that's like it right now. I have two more spaces open and I'll just let those kind of guide me as the month goes on. But what are your last ones? My last two things I want to learn. One is very practical and one is going to be very difficult, but I think it's worth the time. Uh, Practical and boring. I want to learn budgeting. There Mm. was this year, maybe like four years ago, a friend just like presumed that I wanted to learn how to budget and sent me a budgeting planner. And it was super helpful. Like I wrote it on my bills and like I knew when stuff was coming out. And like I have 
a better financial situation now than I did. Like I work a different job and just it, things are different. Things are better. So I don't really struggle with money like I used to, but I want to keep up that planner again. Like I want to get a new one and do one for this year. And I want to like make sure my money's going to the right thing, especially if I'm going to have to save up for a car mm. and like, I'm going to pay back these loans. Like I want to make sure my money is on point. Plus I'm really, this is the year I'm leaning into being a Capricorn and Capricorns are like known for being good with money. And I'm like, I got to fit that stereotype, homie. I, I have not. <laughs> <laughs> I love this. That's awesome. Thank y'all. Uh, and then my last one, which is going to be very difficult because every time I try to teach myself, I get discouraged because it, it, I'm a perfectionist. And if it isn't perfect the first time, why am I doing it? Um, is guitar. Mm. I own a very beautiful left-handed electric guitar awesome. that was gifted to me by the same friend that taught me how to drive and, and her husband. And I want to learn more than one chord uh it's sitting in my closet it's got a broken string i've had multiple people offer to restring it and teach me things and i'm gonna take them up on it awesome that sounds amazing i am always encouraged by anyone who wants to learn how to play an instrument and i'm always here to use as a resource as well my darling if you ever need help with it you're you're on my list of people i'm gonna nag so (laughs) get get ready Get ready. I uh, really uh, want to get it this year. I I'm I realize as somebody that has a full time job and is in grad school that not all of these things are gonna get touched this year. Mm-hmm. But I'm gonna do my my best. Uh, and then that's kind of my closing statement. <laughs> yes, I feel like that's a really good closing statement. These are some things that I want to learn, and I'm gonna do my best, and I'm gonna. I'm going to try. That's why the Hobonichi is here. Because I want to really kind of like track my progress if I succeed or fail. And I just want to track the progress. So because I always feel like I get to the end of the year and I'm like, well, if I've achieved nothing. And then I think about it later and it's like, well, I actually did a lot of things. I just didn't really track it very well. And so then I get in this headspace where I'm like, well, you did nothing. You failure. And so no, I, I, really, failure. I really want to get out of that. <laughs> Well, I'm really rooting for you, and I think it's a good goal. Um, Thank you. And, uh, yeah, that's kind of the episode, friends. Yes, what are some of your goals, and what are things that you want to learn? Write to us at battlinggirls at gmail.com, and we'll talk about it. Uh, you can also find us on the social medias. We're on Facebook, boo, Battling Girls on Facebook, <laughs> or on Twitter, I guess boo now, at Battling Girls. Yep. And we're on Instagram. Maybe boo? <laughs> I don't know how we feel about it's social It's owned by Facebook. It's owned by Facebook. So boo. So boo. That's at Bella Girls too. Well, you can find us on all that. <laughs> and we're also, uh, we're hosted by Abnormal Mapping. Thank you, Abnormal Mapping. And you can find episodes at abnormalmapping.com slash badlandgirls and classic episodes of this podcast at badlandgirls.com. And Destiny is on another podcast called Repertory Screenings. And what you watching, Destiny? Well, we just talked about, uh, oh, You've Got Mail, the Tom Hanks and Meg Ryan classic. Oh, my goodness. Wow. (laughs) Yep. I enjoyed it. I like it. Uh, And then, 
thank you and then the next episode i don't know if it'll be out by the time this comes out but the next episode is about a man for all seasons oh, i don't know what that is it's a 60s movie katherine hepburn is in it it's uh, based on a play thomas moore there's a king it's a whole thing it was based on history oh. uh it's pretty good i read it in high school oh <laughs> nice uh, uh i saw the movie too in high school so i'm excited to revisit it because oh. i remember liking it awesome well look forward to that and we will be back in a couple weeks to talk about more stuff what destiny had at lunch with her father (laughs) (laughs) we're going to the olive garden oh my god you know i've never been to the fucking olive garden this is embarrassing oh we gotta fix that because when you're there you're family (laughs) yeah maybe that's where should we go we should go on our next lunch date (laughs) why not yeah why not (laughs) why not all right well until next time always Always pizza pizza rolls. rolls Bye. Bye.